Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic educator, and practitioner, and your host. At the beginning of each new zodiac season, I offer these audio horoscopes for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can find written transcripts in my virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to my written seasonal overviews and an audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing offerings. Follow the link in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Hello, Virgo. Welcome to Libra season. How you doing? It was your season last season, and you've been going through a significant retrograde. Mercury was retrograde in your sign over Virgo season, and we are in the residue of that retrograde as well as still in the shade of it and Venus's retrograde. Um, When I'm feeling into your chart, I'm like, the retrogrades. Things are getting mixed up and turned around and replaced and reordered and reconfigured and you're in it. You're just right in it. And this stuff is going to take a minute to settle down and sort itself out. I know you want it to feel sorted. And the chart for the beginning of Libra season has a feeling in it of Virgo going, okay, what do we have here? How are we going to work with it? Let's make the most of it. Let's get organized, which of course is one of your many strengths. But I want to also encourage you to hold a lot of space for disorganization over the course of Libra season because you are in a phase right now of um, it's like soil is being upturned. And when soil is upturned, some plants that have been on the surface of the garden then become uh, part of the root system and what has been buried underneath then gets exposed. And there is a process of acclimatization and adjustment that is necessary. And we are headed into an eclipse season uh, as we get into October and eclipse portals are topsy-turvy and things change and these eclipses are going to affect you in a pretty profound and deep way. So it's a good time to settle in just a little bit more to the feeling of you don't know what's coming next. And I know you've been in this place for a while and you have been in a very deep space of reconfiguring and readjustment for a while and you're going to be there for a while still. That all said, even in these places of chaos, there is invention and there is creativity and there are ways to work with it. And you are a Virgo and you know how to put some things together. So what are we working with? The first week of Libra season is a week that feels to me 
like a very active mental time for you. And my feeling is that you've got all kinds of information flowing into your consciousness right now. And some of it is more conscious than others, or, or some pieces are more conscious than others. And your mind is really active and your mind is receiving um, a lot of downloads. And I think that you are in a phase and you've been in a phase for at least a couple of years now of accumulating new knowledge. You have been learning, you have been growing, you have been expanding your idea of who you are and who you can be and what the world is all about. Some of you have been undertaking some kind of significant course of study or you have been uh, opening up to new opportunities and kind of like jumping into the journey and you're like, let's go, let's see where it goes. And because of that, because you're being adventurous and you're trying things and you are I think a lot of you are really trying to like listen deeply and follow a path, then you're learning. You're learning a ton and your perspective is opening and shifting and you actually have a lot of skills that you've been learning and you have capacities and you have ways of working in the world and with yourself that are certainly new for you or new-ish for you, but also kind of like new in general maybe new in your community or like you're totally bringing in something brand spanking new for the world. I don't know. But there is a way right now that you are working with ideas and methodologies um, for yourself and, and with what it is that you do that are innovative. And you right now are really well served by following these threads of innovation and impulse and seeing where they go. And the first week of Libra season, it's like it's pouring into your consciousness. It's like bing, 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 all these little light bulbs going off, glitter around you. It's like so much new information. And a lot of you are getting information from places that feel not of this world somehow. And so it could be that you're getting information from your dreams. It could be that you're getting information from spiritual texts. Um, when I say not of this world, I mean not of the like mundane, pedantic, you know, I'm giving you a bunch of data information, but you're getting high teachings or you're getting big downloads or you're getting inspiration or vision or something like this. During this time, it is also important to keep in mind that your mind is a little unstable. Um, all of our minds are. <laughs> we're, we're in a particular kind of moment astrologically and certainly in like uh, human species evolution where <laughs> unstable mental energy is a thing. And this particular part of Mercury retrograde has a lot of instability in it. And there's a lot of feelings of let's do the new thing. And you are really open to that right now. And it's beautiful. It feels really exciting. It also feels like you want to proceed with caution. There is a full moon on September 29th. This is a full moon in Aries. And this is a moon that illuminates a lot of depth for you. There is content coming through with this full moon. Now, this uh, full moon is not an eclipse, but two weeks after this full moon, we're going to have a new moon that is an eclipse. And so this full moon in Aries, again, not an eclipse, 
but still a full moon in Aries and we are moving into um, uh, the next couple of years through March of 2025 where we'll, we will have eclipses in Libra and Aries seasons. So we had an eclipse back in Aries season this year. We're going to have an eclipse uh, in Libra season again, as I mentioned, on the 14th uh, of October. But we're also finishing up a series of eclipses that started back in 2021 in the seasons of Taurus and Scorpio. And so we're kind of in this middle ground between eclipse cycles. And this full moon on September 29th is really highlighting new energy that these eclipses are going to be bringing in. And this feeling of the page is turning, it's a new chapter, something is different now, change is happening, is very, very strong around this full moon. And some of you might be feeling enthusiasm and excitement because it does look to me like a lot of opportunities and doorways are opening for you. It looks like Virgo has a lot of expansion and actually a lot of support for a new adventure. But the nature of this time in the Virgo charts is that there is a lot of content to be working with. There's a lot of depth. And some of you might be feeling the depth at this full moon pretty profoundly. And depth can feel intense. It can feel full of emotion. There can be strong themes of power and power struggles, power dynamics. Um, there can also be a real proximity to what I'm just going to call life energy or erotic energy uh, for you right now. And, you know, life energy and erotic energy certainly is thrilling and spicy, but it's also sometimes kind of dangerous. And so when I said, I think you want to have some caution as we move towards this full moon, my feeling is that there is a lot that's here and you could feel very energized and also potentially very activated. This is not a full moon that is bringing in a whole lot of like logic or rationale. This is a full moon that's bringing a lot of force and potentially a lot of feeling. Now, the force and the feeling can help the flow of all of this information that's coming in for you. And you are in a phase right now that is all about ending the last phase. You're like, I'm done with this. I'm done with that. It's time to go. Goodbye. Closing the door. This is a full moon in this first week of Libra season and into the first couple of days of October that is helping you very clearly see what is no longer working for you. And ideally, you can work with these recognitions in ways that are um, graceful, <laughs> you know, and you hold your own dignity and you honor the dignity of others and you don't completely lose your shit. But if you did like lose your shit just a little bit, it would be kind of understandable. So I hope that you don't lose your shit in a dangerous way. And I hope that you can be compassionate to yourself if you do lose your shit afterwards to just be like, you know what, babe, it's okay. It's 2023. Life is really fucked up on planet Earth. It's okay that you lost your shit a little bit. And then just like give yourself a hug. Maybe take a bath if you can. Drink some water. Be patient. 
through, I'm going to say like, I don't know, the October 3rd or something. It's like you were in this, I, I see you with swords. I see you like Durga, like Kali. You're like done with certain things. My cat just jumped off the couch. She was like, ah, Okay, so <laughs> there's this energy that's coming in where you're just like done with certain things and that is energizing. That actually tells you where you want to go next. And as we get into October, this is the vibe. The vibe is about what do you have, what do you have to work with and how are you going to make this grow? You have something. And over the last couple of months, you might think back to around the beginning of June, you've been in a space where that feels very deeply internal in a lot of ways where my feeling is that you have been meditating on what you have. And when I say, what do you have? I am talking about your basic essence. First and foremost, I'm talking about what do you have as the unique, absolutely incredible human being that you are. You have special ways of doing things. You have a particular kind of perspective. You have skills and talents that you have developed. You have uh, all kinds of things. So what do you have? What is your innate sense of your own value and worthiness? It's there just because you're a living, breathing being, but it's also there because you are you. What makes you you, boo? Like, why are you special? And because you're a Virgo, you're going to hear me say, like, why are you special? And then immediately get shy or humble or something like that. Maybe, I don't know. But I want to encourage you to really step into why you are special. And throughout the month of October, give yourself thanks every day. Look in the mirror, see your own beautiful face. If you don't think you're beautiful, find one aspect of you that you can appreciate. Just one tiny detail and look at that detail and give it love. And then feel the sensation of love and appreciation. Close your eyes and try and let that sensation spread around this tiny detail into the neighboring places. You have a lot of support coming for you when you really embody your self-love in October, especially, and your value. And when it comes to what you have to offer in the world or what you are bringing other people, um, know that you inherently have value. Your attention and your presence, just that is valuable. Attention is an enormous currency. Your presence is powerful. You do not need to apologize for your presence, right? You don't need to like, I don't know, turn yourself into a pretzel for other people. You are really wanting to sit with and into and rest into and embody love for yourself. And however you can get there, I encourage you to get there. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with astrology, join me every Monday on Zoom for Somatic Space, a weekly class where we work with current astrological seasons, planetary transits, and lunar cycles through embodiment practices, guided visualization, and meditation. Every session includes an astrology overview and tips for observing your own chart placements in the week ahead. 
The practices I offer are designed to give you body-based mindfulness support right on time with what's current in the energetic weather patterns. These classes are offered by donation and available by recording if you can't attend live. If you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, you'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation Q&A and resource sharing space. Follow the link in the show notes or head to embodiedastrology.com to learn more. Embodied Astrology has so much going on, and podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. We also offer a variety of transformative, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers who weave together integration and synthesis of astrology with arts, activism, healing, and more. We host a monthly conversation and astrology tea time sharing space, chart reading support groups, and have several study groups where members practice applying astrology towards specific areas in their lived experience, such as chronic illness or parenting. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need them. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and following us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or support the continuation of this work with a one-time or recurring donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. As I say that, we are moving into a season, eclipse season, and certainly we're in an era and in a time on earth that is amplifying, it's intensifying, the volume is getting turned up, um, and it's resounding with themes of toxic individualism and like really shitty ego trips. And so my invitation to you is to really love yourself in a way that is very, very deep and actually destabilizes or circumnavigates the ways that you might have learned to love yourself based on things like what you can do for other people or your productivity or I don't know like the size of your boobs or like some thing like that you know where it's a lot of people it's like we've learned to love ourselves because of what other people say is lovable or wanted or something like that. And as we move towards the eclipses, it is of utmost importance that you are really purging and cleansing um, distorted ideas of what makes you or other people valuable. And your relationships are really in a um, interesting kind of spot right now. There's a lot of renegotiating that's happening. A lot of you are feeling uh, challenged and some of you might be feeling challenged in a really good way certain days and <laughs> not so good way other days. Um, but your relationships over the next couple of years kind of in line with these eclipses through 2025 into 2026 are shifting pretty drastically and dramatically and ideally they want to shift to become more equitable more grounded um, more satisfying and commitments that are 
really going to stand the test of time are going to get stronger. But bonds that are actually not that strong or not made to go on um, might need to go. And as we get into these eclipses, there are some big questions coming up uh, for me as I tune in with your chart about what is the nature of love and commitment and connection and why would you uphold certain kinds of dynamics with yourself or with other people? Ideally, you will uphold them because they're nourishing, interesting, invigorating, and supportive because they do something for you on the day-to-day and because you feel happy to be in them. If that's not the case, why are you in them? And I include the ways that you relate with yourself. So if you are in relationship with yourself in ways that are punishing and critical and you take yourself for granted and you don't really care for yourself that much or whatever, why? that really affects your quality of experience. You know, when we hate on ourselves, we are more unhappy and unhealthy. And we already live in a world that is full of unhappiness and full of dis-ease. It is really hard to love ourselves. A lot of times, I know, there's a lot of trauma. But it is actually something that is graspable, that is achievable when many, many, many options for many of us are not actually accessible. You can practice loving yourself. You can practice treating yourself kindly. And you really want and need discernment in your relationships right now because you want to be relating with people who treat you well and with kindness and really want to see and support you And they're going to be human beings. They're not always going to do it perfectly. They have their own problems, of course. And we have to be adaptive and flexible with one another and hold space when people fuck up and all of that. But in general, the vibe should be respectful, loving, generative. Like people want to be there, right? And they're bringing their best selves. And this is what you want to bring. And this is what you want from others, And it feels to me like the eclipses that are coming up as we move towards them, I'm going to say from the 10th of October until the end of Libra season, until the 22nd of October, it is absolutely imperative for you to love yourself. And it is really necessary to do the deep work of loving yourself. And sometimes the deep work of loving ourselves means calling ourselves on our own bullshit and noticing where we are in relationship with ourselves in ways that um, is oppressive, is violent, uh, becomes oppression or violence in the world, is distracted, is self-hating, etc. Please practice loving yourself. Just one tiny detail. Every day, three to five minutes, just focus on it. Try and commit to it and it will grow. Now, you have a lot of opportunities opening for you. 
and I mentioned this a couple of minutes ago, I don't know when, but you have some doorways opening for you. You have abundance that wants to come to you. You have um, new kinds of connection and new kinds of um, insight and wisdom and adventure waiting for you. It's not going to look like what you thought it was going to look like last year. It's going to look entirely different on some kind of level. And it feels to me like the sense of what your opportunities are and what you're trying to work towards. And again, like what you have, what you have to give, what you have to offer, but also what you have to work with is really a big theme right now. So this is kind of where I'm going to end it, but I'm going to say that you don't need to take deals that are not good deals for you. However that might apply in your circumstances, you do not need to take deals that are not good deals for you. You can advocate for your own needs and you must advocate for your own needs because you can't wait or expect uh, that other people will. When it comes to communication, um, when it comes to the deals, when it comes to your advocacy, love yourself as you're communicating. And especially if there are any kinds of tense details that you're trying to work out or tension in the deals or whatever conflicts that are coming up in those moments tune into your back body try and relax your belly and your lower back imagine that a friend is holding your back like has their hands on your back and if you are having trouble thinking of somebody you are welcome to think of me I have Venus in Virgo I got a lot of Virgo people in my life that I love I might not know you but I am offering you my like loving presence and hands at your back to just remember that you are worthy of love you are worthy of having your needs met you are worthy of advocating and you are also worthy of negotiating in relationship. You are worthy of the work of relationship, which is listening and sometimes accommodating and keeping a sense of humor and hearing where other people are at, but not at the expense of uh, your own well-being, right? Like it, it can't be that you are abandoning yourself right now. You've got to really stay true uh, to you in ways that also ideally allow you to grow. And you have a lot of opportunities. They are opening for you. They require you to know what you want or at least have a kind of general idea. They absolutely require you to know what you have. And what you have first and foremost is yourself. It's your presence, it's your being, it's the light and energy and love that emanates from you, it's your perspective, 
It includes all of the trauma and the journey and the experience of your life and everything that you have done to learn and to grow in this time and in this space. And something is being asked of you now which has to do with your power and your willingness to actually hold and claim your power. And Virgo, I want that for you. And I think you want that for you. May it be so. Thanks for listening to your Embodied Astrology reading for the season ahead. I hope you enjoyed it and will find it supportive. For more information on upcoming astrology, make sure to check out my seasonal overview, included in all Embodied Astrology memberships and our monthly newsletter. You might also be interested in my 2023 Year Ahead readings. These readings give a big picture of the main themes, opportunities, and challenges in 2023, specific for your sun, rising, and moon signs. My Year Ahead readings are now discounted by 50%. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. This work would not exist without a team. Ash Good is our website manager. Alicia Maji is our community coordinator. Ariana Sears-Putowski prepares and edits transcripts of these readings. Joe Stewart is our office coordinator. And Vera Lumi composed and created this gorgeous background music. Vera just released a new EP linked in our show notes. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the best in the season ahead.